0: MUS 143 is a podcast dedicated to music lovers where we're going to review albums we believe are great and hopefully you'll think they're great as well we created this podcast to be able to express our love for the music the artists and the producers who put their heart and soul into making these great recordings we're going to talk about production lyrics and other fun facts related to the albums we want to build a community of people like us who truly love and appreciate music, where we can bond and have dialogue about the greatest songs ever made. And together, we can all make time for our love of music.
1: Action! Bruh. i about to chase it with a, with a, with a brewski. You know what you I mean? You want
0: to drink coffee and a brewski?
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, I may do that. Okay. Depending on how I feel. I may want to get loose. Okay. You know, well, that If a... I was. Well, hold on. Hold on, uh-huh. brother. If I really wanted to do. If I was going to do this joint justice, I had me a pack of food Salems and some, <laughs> and some Taylor's pork. But I ain't going to go all the, all the way there with you like that. You know what I mean? I may be in this joint tripping. Yeah, that's my uncle's shit. Coffee and diet, diet cokes and shit. Oh, right. man. Like, Give me a diet, Dr. Pepper. I'm like, yo, why do y'all like that? It, they all like. That, something about that diet is something yeah with the, something with the diet is like i don't know what it does but they all love that diet. yeah so shit. so let's go we got some good energy let's let's all get right. it cracking all
0: right so we're gonna start in three two one all right y'all we back mus 143 welcome welcome i thank y'all we continuously tuning in. Again, it's Mr. Pone speaking. I got my brother back. Brother, let him know what your name is.
1: My name is Gree, man. Yeah, and brother. I'm happy Green. to be here.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah, man. I appreciate you know you doing the episode. You know, we always do uh straight classics. You know. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and we got another one today, man. Another, another group that, you know, uh they they spend a lot of time in your tape deck. Um, we're gonna be oh, yeah. covering the incomparable zap and roger you know what i'm saying i wish i had some hand claps usually i don't be like Ooh. thinking about the hand claps but that would be like the time to do it right there right but,
1: but bruh yeah. there's gonna be so much hand clapping throughout this episode right you know what i mean
0: right yeah yeah this it's gonna be a serious one man you know hopefully um you know a lot of people can learn something you know as far as from the from the music side if they don't know a whole lot about Zapp and Roger, because I mean, you know that band. Uh, the the genius of Roger Troutman is definitely something special, and it's definitely something to be honored. So, um, yeah, man, it's gonna be another great one. It's gonna be another great one. So, um, I'm just gonna touch on just a little bit of uh the backstory of um Roger Troutman, uh before we get into these records. So again, you know the 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 band Zapp uh consisted of about five of the Troutman brothers um, and a few uh, other band members. There was, a lot, yeah, there was a lot of members in that group, in that group zap. Like, I don't even know all of them, but it's a whole gang <laughs> of them. But they was uh, straight out of Ohio. And just like um, we talked about on the Babyface, the Deal Era episode, um, it was so many great bands that came out of Ohio. I mean, of course, you got the Ohio Players. You got the Dazz Band. You got Lakeside, Heatwave. Bootsy Slave, Bootsie, slave. Mm. you know it was just so many incredible groups that came out of that area and um zap was was another one of them you know um the band was actually discovered by Bootsy and they got introduced to George Clinton through Bootsy and they were actually at first signed to George's label Uncle Jam Records but by that time you know it was a lot going on with George and Warner Brothers and you know, the, the Parliament thing was kind of coming down at that point in the late 70s. So that label wound up folding and then, you know, uh, Zap signed directly with Warner Brothers. Um, so Roger Troutman, when he was a little, you know, a young boy, he was in a band called the Crusaders. This is all the way back in the 60s. Right. And they was making like this beach music. And it was funny to me because they got a song called Busted Surfboard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying bruh you you gotta check out Busted Surfboard that thing is crazy you know what I mean and these brothers is you know in, in the Midwest so I was like I don't know you know where that style I guess it was just popular back during that time you know what I mean right. um, Roger he also uh, did a record back in 66 where he covered <laughs> uh, the record that Ray Charles did which was the right time you know the one they did on the Cosby show where Rudy was like baby Hey. Yeah, remember that joint yeah, yeah. <laughs> So he had did a cover of that um back in the 60s. So, you know, he was in the game a long time, man, before he took off. Um, you know, he also was in Roger and the Human Body. This was in the late 70s. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, they did this song that I love called uh, Been This Way Before. And they cut that in 76, but then he came back in '89 and cut it on the on the on the Zap Vibe album, which was like the Zap Five. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he had already did been this way before All the way back in, in 76 And they had their own label, Troutman Records So I thought that that was ill That he had already had this song You know, over 10 years old He kind of gave it a more modern sound And I love both versions of that song So, you know, I'ma definitely, you know Play those so uh, people can get a taste Of both of those records I've been
2: this way before
0: And it's it's great hearing the music that he did in the 70s because he wasn't even using the talk box at the time. So you can really right. just hear his raw voice and you know the sound that they had. You know, it's like before Zap, right? It's like as far as the funk goes, you know, you had Sly and the Family Stone, you had James Brown, you had Parliament and Funkadelic, Bootsy, and I feel like the Roger Troutman sound was the next step in the evolution of the funk. You know what I mean? Because it was a little bit different than everything that came before it was very hard hitting it was more electronic because now you know we're going more into the 80s man. more synths and and mm-hmm. drum machines and things like that so he was just an incredible incredible mind when it came to the music and we got so many great records to cover so we're going to jump into it man um let's talk about that that more bounce that's like one of their most famous Records that everybody should know. So, talk to me about that more bounce.
1: Before we get to that, can I just double back on something? Absolutely, you said, absolutely. Right? So, when you talk about the evolution of funk. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never heard this comparison, but in my mind, I always associate Roger and Prince as being starting, like being the the. You know, they got the torch passing to them. They're so comparable, but they're so different at the same time. Like. They both have that same like bug eyed look. Like you can just tell like music's in their mind at all times, right? Mm-hmm. They're just straight geniuses. And um I feel like they both together push the funk to another level as well as having And Rick too, Rick James too. But I felt like they were the next ones.
0: Yeah, I definitely I definitely see, you know, where you're coming from on that.
1: And definitely Roger Troutman. Yeah, you know, we'll talk about it later, but he, you know, birthed later on like a subgenre within hip hop through his through his music. So yeah,
0: pretty much, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but
1: you know, no further ado, let's get into it. Yeah, more man.
0: Talk, talk to me about that
1: more bounce. Little backstory that I, I found out. You probably noticed too, but more bounce. Um, they say is influenced by good times, by chic. No, I didn't know that. Okay, so they're saying that when Sheik came out with Good Times, everybody kind of tried to copycat that right. song because of the success, right? Right. So it goes Sheet Good Times, right? Then you have uh, Vaughn Mason and crew, Rock Bounce, Skate, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Roger comes out with More Bounce. Okay. And they say even after that, Queen did another one, Bites the Dust. It's kind of that same bass Well, yeah, definitely that one. Yeah yeah, 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 definitely. You know what I mean? Yep, but yep. yeah, but they say Roger came out with that More Bounce after that because that was their first... They had... Uh, what was the first album called?
0: The first album was self-titled, so it was just so, called
1: Zap. Zap, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have a single, so More Bounce was the first single, and that thing just took off. Right, right. Uh, um, I love this record, man. You know, it had the... The techno thing going on, the electric sounds, the the the, the crazy uh, clap, like the loud claps with the bass, like mm-hmm. it's just something completely different and new. It's mind blowing, man. Like I love this record, and how many records came? Um, How many people sampled this? Is joining me? Oh it? my Classics? goodness, too many, man. too many.
0: You got EPMD, you got the chill, you got yes, LL did uh big old butt. Um, Biggie did going back to Cali. That was that was hard too. (sighs) This sample, so it was a lot of a lot of classic hip hop records that had that sample. Yeah, man. So I saw an interview years ago where George Clinton was talking about how more bounce got created, and he was saying there was a song on that first album called "Funky Bounce," right? Yes. And there's like the first ten seconds that's kind of like a similarity sounding um, piece that George said he used to create the more bounce. So that's where the more bounce is supposed to come from, the funky bounce, right? Uh, so, okay. so that So he took, they said they took, back then, you know, they was using the two-inch tape, right? So mm-hmm. they said he took the razor blade and cut it, spliced the tape together over and over and over and over again until they had a 10-minute loop, right? <laughs> you know later on you could use the sampler and do that in no time right 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 he said he he called roger in after he had the 10 minute loop and then roger put the the talk box which was it you know the synth bass the mini moog. he combined all three of them in harmony and that's what gave him that sound that he had if you look at most of the other songs on self-titled record it didn't have the like the sound of more bounce right but that sound was what you were going to hear moving forward Mm -hmm. you know so it was like you know george was saying like yo this is what you need to be doing you know what i mean like when they worked on more bounce so Mm -hmm. yeah man that is just it's a classic record and to kind of know how it was all kind of created and put together. And to know that, you know, this was the foundation for songs that were to come because, you know, it just wasn't anything like More Bounce before it. You know what I mean? Like, as as funky as records was and everything, it was nothing like that More Bounce sound. That was, like, incredible. And, you know, basically until Atomic Dog came out. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So, yeah, man, More Bounce is, is, is a legendary song. Straight classic. Yeah, so what I meant to say was George said that Roger wasn't in the studio when they started More Bounce. Like I said, when he came up with the the sampling, like, like the, okay, we're going to sample this part and kind of put it all together. Um, he said Roger wasn't in the studio yet. And when once he came up with that loop, then he pulled Roger in and then they just put it all together and it just became a smash. So... kind of ill you know i heard that years ago in an interview and i was just like wow i always thought that that was just incredible you know um george was bad man, man. he's a bad dude um, i just so, love
1: hearing stories like that because you can you can see the direct bloodline from from definitely you know, the beginning you know it's like you know uh james brown to you know he pass it to boosie and boosie bring right. it over to george and mm-hmm. it's just man i love these stories man but
0: mm-hmm. Talk to me about that be all rights. It's on off that same self-titled album. Talk to me about that joint.
1: this joint, uh, you hear that in, um, what's that? Uh, keep your head up? Yeah, keep your head up. Right, yeah. right, right. Something for my God, Sonny Liza and a little girl named Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Some say the black of the better, the sweet of the juice. I say the dark of the flesh and in the deep of the roots. I give a holler to my sister's own welfare. Tupac dancing if don't nobody else scare. And uh, I know they like to beat you down a lot. When you come around the block, brothers clown the
2: lot. But so please don't cry, dry your eyes, never let up. Forget, but
0: don't forget, girl. Yeah, definitely, man. It's it's like some really, really beautiful guitar work on this record. Yes. And that 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 da-da, 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 I mean, that is so powerful. Mm-hmm. And even when Tupac used it, when you hear that come on it's like it's gonna it's an attention grabber oh for it's sure. almost like like beat it coming on you know what i'm saying <laughs> right right, like, right it don't right. matter where you at when you hear that dong, mm. like you know right. what i mean it's gonna grab your attention <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah i
1: told you i was in the wild water one time and that joint came <laughs> on it's like everybody at, at the deli at the counter, the the co the, the workers in there, everybody just looked at each other like, yo, this is it.
0: <laughs> you, about about on, you know
1: what I am saying? For real.
0: That's the truth, man. So be all right is just uh it's a great sounding record. I love the instruments that they use, mm-hmm. it just sounds great. Um, I don't know what the brother's name who sang lead, um but he's from Ohio as well. I forget what his name is, but love um love the lead vocalist. It's a bad record, man. And you know, it was sampled like you like you said that Tupac sampled it, H Town sampled it for knocking the boost. Knocking the boost, damn. Um, I didn't think about that. Hey yo, check the verse.
2: Night, I tobacco when we make good love. Yeah. Listening to some more.
0: I want that whole thing back.
1: Make
2: these moments once
0: I Yeah, poor righteous teachers used it for Shaquilla. A lot of time with the
2: queen I protect Applying love to her dome. She admires my respect Planting thoughts very deep into the crescent of her soul Making love mentally while conducting my control I give her the time to express The perfect the way she feels And when I do the bond is true Because she knows the wise is wrong The wise will show his love for every letter in her name And as for me being her G I know Shakila does the same Hopefully love will let intellect shed grace On the time that we're together Hand to hand, or face to face But no one's ever told me love could be so much fun I guess when I got Shakila
0: Big Daddy Kane used it for uh, Prince of Darkness.
2: Give it here.
1: Uh, Mike Chester, one, two. Right about now, I want to have a little fun with this. Just talk a little bit of junk, you know. Because it's okay, you know. It's okay to brag and boast from time to time. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so I'm going to have a little fun with it. Check the Prince of Darkness, y'all. Here Here we go. Four time for your mind, a poetically inclined genuine and divine can still climb. When you thought that I wouldn't go to left, but I cut my cameo and I still got strength to so make rum because I'm sweeping up like a rum to set them all straight up a hoodie original. Yeah, that's right. To be blunt and lay my cards on the table, you'll be going with the wind for messing with
0: dark. And it was a group in the 90s called Moken and Steph, and they had a record called He's Mind that was kind of popping at the time. I do. I remember that. Yeah, you remember that joint. Yeah, yeah they yeah. sampled it. They sampled it too. So it was a lot of artists that was sampling this record in the '90s. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure Roger and them was getting paid. You know. Oh, for sure. For real. All right. So we're going. We're going. We're going to ramp it up, man. Let's talk about that grapevine.
1: Talk to me about yo. that joint. The <laughs> peak. <laughs> now Pete, Al, you answered one of the questions because I'm like, yo, was was Roger singing? Was that him singing without the auto-tune? Like, I Mm -hmm. never knew if that was him or not. Nah, nah, that wasn't him. Okay, okay, cool. So that Grapevine, man, like, what year did that come out?
0: So Grapevine, that was 81.
1: Yo. Yo. Yeah, Uh, he had the California raisins. uh, uh, Yo, I forgot about the (laughs) California (laughs)
0: raisins. Yeah, but the California raisins was doing like the Marvin Gaye version. Nah,
1: yo, I think there's influence, bro. I think there's like yo, Roger. We can't do a Roger did, but we just going we gonna run with Marvin uh, version of it. But yeah, Yeah. and heard it through the grapevine, dog. Oh my gosh, man! Like. I just I just love I, I love his singing on this right like mm-hmm. this is a joint I'm in the car I'm singing this like top to bottom I don't really like um you know classics uh done over like that but this right. one where it's like too far away from the original but right. he took it and put his own own spin on it and right. it came out great like I love it right <laughs>
0: So this was off of Roger's solo album, The Many Facets of Roger. And he really took a Motown classic and put all these funky horns on it. Like you said, gave it a whole different sound, a whole different vibe. You don't even really think about Grapevine until he breaks off into the I Bet You Wonder How I Knew part because (laughs) it's so funky before that. You don't even think about that. You know what I'm saying? Um, You could tell they was really jamming in the studio on this record. That intro, incredible. And it's like, you know, Friday kind of blew it up too, because like every time you hear it, now you think about Big Worm pulling up. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So it's like Friday kind of gave it, you know, gave it a whole new life, man. But Grapevine. Guitar,
1: who's playing the guitar?
0: It's probably Roger. Roger Roger, played a lot of
1: the guitar on the records. Yeah. Yeah, he had to, he put that bluesy. Yeah.
2: Like I am not really into blues,
1: but he just right. he he funked it out and it just man. Yeah, amazing amazing, amazing, record. Right? Yeah. I was gonna was say correct. that too. That's like, so what the first thing I think about is Friday.
0: Yeah, yeah. For real. All right, so we gotta talk about that so rough, so tough. Talk to me about that joint.
1: So rough, so tough, man. Um, I think that's just I think it's like a hard record, man. This is um it's real, like when I hear that, I just think about like gangbangers and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the only thing I can think. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like, that's the image I see in my head is like gangbanging and like low riders and, right. and, and the Mexican brothers. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's the first thing I think about. Right, bro. right. <laughs> Oh, I've got sample
0: that uh so rough so tough okay so you know you got the famous sample is how to survive south, south central, central right. place where bus in the cap is fundamental so that's you know every time i hear so rough so tough i definitely think about how to survive in south central and i think it's funny that you that you was like yo this song just remind me of gangbanging <laughs> you know what i'm saying but i said the same thing like yo the record is a, it's a hard record and from the door it comes in slamming you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, another one off that Roger solo album, The Many Facets of Roger. You know, and and it's and it's incredible because you know these guys is from the Midwest, but you really associate that sound with California. California oh, yeah. really embraced a lot of that sound in their music. You oh, know what for I'm sure. saying? So when you hear even more bounce, you automatically go to California. Mm -hmm. You know, and this is, these is Midwest guys working on this record, you know? So, yeah, so rough, so tough is another, another smash.
1: It makes me think about the Ohio players saying how they had L.A. screaming out O-H-I-O in in the concerts. Like, they felt like they was from Ohio, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, that because they're from they're from uh, Zapp is from Dayton, Dayton. F- yeah, yeah. A lot of those groups are from Dayton, from, Some Dayton from Cincinnati. You yep, yep, yep. got a, cu- and a couple from Cleveland, like I think. Yep. But yeah, man, the Ohio they got it when it comes to yeah, the funk. They did, real.
0: they did, yo. That's the truth. It was a lot of talented musicians that came up out of there. All right, man, we got to get into. I know this one of your joints. We got to get into that. Do it, Roger. Talk to me about that joint. <laughs> Do it,
1: Roger, man. These when you when you hear do it, Rogers, like you want like you in a Cadillac. You know what I mean? Like you got your wine. Um,
0: it's, is it a, it's, is it a Cadillac Brome or what kind of caddy we talking?
1: Yeah, it's probably a bro. Uh, nah, it's a Seville drop okay, top. A little Seville. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know what All I mean? Right. Paints missing off of it. <laughs> 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 you know is what I mean? Is there a bullet hole in the door? You know <what laughs> <I mean? laughs> You know, a dollar wine. You know what I okay, mean? Okay. Okay. Man, but do is, a Is Roger. the
0: skirt still on the wine or is it is
1: the raw bottle? Oh, his skirt still on it, but it's wet.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So you okay. Again, this is this is off that same solo album, The Many Facets of Roger. I love that the record starts off like a 70s Black Exploitation record, right? Like right. you remember how those 70s black exploitation songs used to have these intros? Like, I feel like that's what Door Roger sa- sounds like. And then it just drops into this funky bass line. Mm-hmm. You know, it has, a, it has a this the intro, you kind of waiting, and then it just drops you right off. And then you know my part is like, don't stop it. Get you know, yep. off, yo! Like that whole yep. part is ill. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's my part on "Do It, Roger." So, yo, "Do It, Roger." That's definitely like one of them dance floor classics, man. So that's another joint I love that he did. All right, so talk to me about that dance floor. That was that's a, that's, that's another ill joint right there.
1: Talk to me about that dance floor, boy. Like dance floor is um that's a joint you think about like. You know, you suited and booted. You at the nightclub or the bar, or whatever, yeah. whatever's going on in your neighborhood. And you you sweating, dancing to this joint. <laughs> you know I mean, right. um, it's sim. It's very similar to one we're not going to talk about, which is um, I can make you dance. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so yeah, what I like about that record is I guess that's the synthesizer, right? On the, they using on there. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah, when that
1: comes on Yeah, I love that Um, Synthesizers And
2: then <laughs> 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 yeah, He
1: be killing that joy And it's just real. Let me see you grooving on the dance floor yeah, Baby And then whatever the, the, those sound effects are Like yeah. He just with throwing horns. some man.
0: Oh, man For real, yeah Yo, you remember um, Snoop did that record, uh, Wanted Dead or Alive, back in the day? No. Snoop got a joint called Wanted Dead or Alive. I think Tupac was on the two. This was like, I think after Tupac had passed, it was on... Um, no Limit? It was, no, it was either on Gridlock soundtrack or the one he did with John Belushi. It was on one of them soundtracks, like gang-related or Gridlock. I can't remember which one, but they sampled this record. To, okay. to do that joint. Yeah, but I think you would like it if you ain't never heard it. Oh, though.
1: yeah, yeah, you already know Yeah, it.
0: that one, the Dead or Alive, is the joint. This like gangsta.
2: to be made. get deep. Niggas always trying to live. creep.
0: That nasty electric guitar at the end of this record, crazy, bruh. Crazy. Yeah, this is that this is that Zap Two album. So when they came back, you know, with that dance floor, this was a big joint for them, you know. Cause the people was waiting. Shake it, shake it, To another record off that zap too. We gotta we got to talk about that. Do I diddy? Talk to me about that joint.
1: Do I diddy? Now, I for the, I didn't hear this song until like maybe like a couple years ago, right? Mm-hmm. And when I was when, when I was younger, there was a song out and it's kind of like kind of corny. Um, but I liked it and it mm-hmm. sampled this. It was called um You Can Do the Diddy or something like that. Like it was like something that they used to play on like Q102, right? um by okay. I, I forget what the, the the bull's name is but it was called you can do the ditty and it had that um whatever the horn or i don't know if that's a harmonica that meow, meow, like what whatever that is or is that synthesizer
0: so is that record um that you ain't talking about the joint to be like cruise through the city if i want to yeah just, Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So I was I was trying to figure out what record you was talking about. Yeah, so. that
1: joint. Yeah, it was called yeah. Duty Diddy. And right. it's funny, I went out to this is like 2013, and I went out to we were like in the West Coast, and they were playing that song heavy, like on the radio station. I'm like, I remember this song, but I didn't know. What the name of the song was because we didn't have shazam and all that type right. of stuff so it took me like two years to find out what he was actually saying because i couldn't get right and then right. i was like well what's the who said what they sample and then that's how i found this song uh, but you know, i i love that whatever that harmonica or whatever that is yeah yeah sound. that's the harmonica The yeah, harmonica man. yeah he'd yeah. be killing that, yeah. drum. For real, wonk, wonk, he's wonk, playing wonk, that joint wonk. harder than Stevie. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> he was playing that thing harder than Stevie, boy. For real.
2: <laughs> yeah, he up. had both hands on
1: that joint. Right. For mm. real. Yeah, I know t- that song.
0: Tell me this ain't one of them, like, them pop-locking records. When you think about, yo, Roger made the perfect pop-locking music.
1: Yes, he did.
0: You know what I mean? Like his sound, because the way the the claps and everything would hit, it would hit so hard that yo. it was perfect for the locking style of dancing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
1: I that's a yo, that's a great observation. I didn't even think about that for yeah, real. But, womp, pop, right. like, womp,
0: womp, womp, <laughs> pop
1: <laughs> And you can hit
0: them real hard locks. You know what I'm saying? Like yo, he made the best pop locking music. Hit bruh. that joint to
1: your Converse crease. Right. You know? <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> for no. real, yeah, Yo, you know? yeah.
1: I even think about yeah, they had that. That was perfect popping music, yeah, man. Because those at, claps were crazy. Because, and yeah. the wild thing is that they, I seen it on the, uh, on Sun, they said that they used to be in a room, it was all the whole band that they got them claps,
0: right? Yeah, you right. know what I mean? So, yeah, that's man. why they hit so hard. Right, exactly, exactly. He mastered the sound of them claps, bro, for real. Yeah. And you know what I love on the record, when it breaks down, it reminds me of uh, Fatback's Backstroke. You notice how this record breaks down and it got that same sound? There's a breakdown. You got to go back and yeah, listen, Yeah, I got to right? listen
1: to it again.
0: Right? And I was like, man, that reminds me of uh, you know Fatback. Yeah. Yo, you're going
1: to play that for them, though, right? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's, that's like a ill, you know what I mean, breakdown on this record. So, yeah, love Do I Diddy, um, love that Zap 2 album. They had another record that I really dug off that album called Do You Really Want an Answer. That was
1: another- Do You Really
2: Want yeah, an Answer? Yeah. Yeah, that's another what nice shit too. Joint. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. two was the joint um so this is what we're gonna do we're gonna get into that song of the week right okay so this week's song of the week uh is by parliament it's a record called the freeze sizzling right so this record was on parliament's uh glory holla stupid uh better known as pin the tail on the funky yes sir um so this came out like 79 right so I just love this record because it's super funky, right? Mm -hmm. It was at the end of Parliament's kind of run, you know what I'm saying? Because Parliament dominated, you know, uh, a large part of the 70s, you know, along with Funkadelic and Bootsy. But, you know, this was kind of the end of the, the run. But to me, this is one of the best records that they did. It's super funky. The horns is incredible. Yes. You know what I'm saying? The bass line. I mean, you could just ride the bass line. The bass
1: is crazy.
2: Oh, my
0: goodness. Then they got the background series.
2: Can we get your hot tub? <laughs>
0: get your hot tub.
2: Can we make your temperature? Oh, Yo, they killing this, this joint. Everybody
1: in the room sweaty. You know what Bruh, I mean?
0: You know this. this, if, this was in the, you know, if you was in the 70s, this had to be a smash when it came out. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? Oh, man, just the groove of this record. You know, I heard um, back in the day, do you know how I learned about this record? Ice Cube did a joint called Who's Burning on Death Certificate.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: And I heard the sample and I was like, yo, that sample is hot. Like when I was a youngin' and I was like, I got to find out who did that record. So then when I started really getting into Parliament and getting into all their albums and I found the record, I was like, oh, this joint is crazy. So I love The Freeze, man. It's, it's one of my favorite Parliament records, even though it was kind of, you know, on the on the later part of them, you know, their success, but a straight classic. But what you think about that record?
1: Man, that bass line. Like, you know, I'm like for I'm a junkie for the for bass lines, like right. crazy bass lines like right. that. It, you can you can dance fast to it or you can dance slow to it. Like mm-hmm. and who's that Brides of Frankenstein singing on it?
0: It could be, I don't know, I you know, cause they had like different, like background singers. I'm yeah. not a hundred percent sure if it was the Brides of Frankenstein, but um, the the background singers, they killed it. Yeah, you know they know killed
2: it.
1: Yo, and I yeah. can see them, like, I can, you know, I've seen um, them live or whatever, like on YouTube and I can see yeah. them kind of, you know, step in and, and dance right. to that joint.
0: like. yeah. Yo, cause they used to be in unison dancing the whole show, the whole show, bro. Yeah, for real. I they, seen they, one they where they was still. like,
1: I, I've seen one where they was like, Yo, if y'all don't, if y'all don't, if y'all don't clap, like we leaving, right? And like right. step, but the way they stepped off the stage, it was like, that it, Yo, you talk about showmanship, bro. Like, man, I'm telling you, yo, just the, the dance steps, the everything, they were as one. You know what I mean? Right, um, right. But yeah, it's it's crazy to see how like that was the end of that like era of funk. Yeah,
0: it kind of was. It kinda was. And and that was, you know, the reason why I wanted to choose this record as song of the week is you kind of get to see uh, you know, where the funk was like right before Roger really developed his sound and started to take it to some of those records that we just talked about. You know, you could kind of get a a sense of where the funk was, you know, in the late '70s, and then now we're in the '80s, and it's it's on a whole different level.
2: You yeah. know what I'm
0: saying?
2: Look here, look here, the heat getting to my feet, and I gotta dance.
0: just love when the intro when george come in he'd be like look here look here the heat is getting to my feet and i gotta dance
2: <laughs> girls can we get your hot?
0: get your hot
2: can we make your yo
0: tell me they wasn't killing this joint, bro for real yo this is my joint right here boy the freeze y'all gotta check that record out you know i mean the freeze by parliament all right, y'all, we're going to have to pause the episode right there. Y'all going to have to come back and check us out on the second part of this Zap and Roger episode. We appreciate y'all for listening, and we're going to see y'all on the next one.